three, two, one. Or podcast coming away, guys. This is episode 387 QA episode. Steve Snee here and the Rakester. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? All right, let's hit it, guys. Um, today we're gonna do five questions, QA's. These are really, really good ones that was sent in. First one is going to talk about arthritis in hands. Can steroids like DECA help? So let's go over. DECA durabolans, and it's obviously it's nandrolone. The DECA is the ester attached to it. You also have nandrolone phenylpropionate, which is NPP. It's a shorter ester. You're going to have to inject that one every other day or every third day. DECA durabolan, you just have to inject it once or twice a week at most. Even once every 10 days is plenty. It's got a really long half-life. And DECA, DECA, DECA nandrolone has been around since the 50s, 1950s. And they've started using it in the 60s and 70s. They loved it because it didn't aromatize into estrogen like testosterone did. So they wouldn't use testosterone in those days. They would use uh, nandrolone. They used DECA. They loved it. They didn't have to inject it very often. They can inject it once every two weeks. And they didn't have to worry about gynecomastia and bloating and all that stuff. They didn't have AIs back then. You couldn't stop the estrogen. So if you use testosterone, you ended up with bitch tits. You couldn't do anything about it. So how scary was that back then? Now we have access to AIs. But Nandrolone, you know, there is some write-ups that it can help with things like your joints, lubricating your joints. A lot of guys think it has to do with water retention. Oh, the water going in your joints. See, the thing is, if you're taking a dry compound like Winstrol, you'll notice your joints get cracky and get really dry. But it's not. DECA causing water retention that increases your joints. If that was true, then dianabol and testosterone, which aromatize way more than DECA does, would cure your joints. So DECA does have some, some effects, you know, on just like all steroids, it helps with osteoporosis, it helps with anemia, helps with muscle wasting, but there's an extra gear in DECA that helps with the joints that, you know, it seems to help guys with their joints. But at the end of the day, do you want to use something that is a hormone that can shut you down to cure your joints? Is that, does that make any sense? And the answer is obviously no, there's better options. There's joint support supplements out there. There's peptides out there. And these don't cause the kind of side effects that anabolic steroids do. So it makes no sense to use DECA for that. Now, if you're running a cycle and you want to add DECA to help with your joints, I can, I can understand that. That isn't a bad idea. But just going ahead and just, yeah, I'm going to run DECA because I want to cure my joints. To me, that doesn't make any sense. And what's going to happen is on your cycle, even if you feel better, you're going to be lifting more weights. You're going to be lifting more. And what's going to end up happening, Rick, is when you come off the DECA, then those problems are going to come back even worse. So the DECA is almost like it's covering up the problem temporarily, but you're really causing more damage. So that logic never made any sense to me. And it shouldn't make sense to you if you guys, you know, um, 
think about it and use logic on this stuff. Anything you want to add, Rick? Well, if we're talking about arthritis, uh, there was a study in 1987 uh, on postmenopausal women that received about 50 milligrams of DECA every, every third week. And, and in that study, it didn't look like DECA really helped arthritis. However, there have been other uh, studies uh, done later on that hint at the possibility that DECA can have some a very positive effect on actual joint pains and 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 bone pain. So you already mentioned some more practical uh, anecdotal stuff. You stuff um, when it comes to studies, there's there's some that lead in both directions. But yeah, so it seems that depending on the type of or the reason why you have that joint or bone pain, it seems that androlin may or may not be able to help. It, it's something that some people swear by it. Use Nandrol. I've, I've, I had guys tell me, hey, man, I used Nandrol and my tennis elbow felt better on Nandrol. I used it. I didn't feel shit on my tennis elbow. Or I didn't see any real improvement from the Nandrol on my tennis elbow. So it may depend a lot of what, what the ailment is, if the Nandrol is the right key to open that lock. Um, and apparently uh, rheumatoid arthritis, which was the the study 1987 it didn't show much improvement on rheumatoid arthritis all right guys so the next one we're gonna talk about i'm gonna bring you rick on this earlier because you used steroids at a really young age before you hit your um you know genetic potential quote unquote and this is about a person he wants to know he's underweight he wants to know if it's okay for him to use steroids being very underweight so yeah, if you're a small frame person and you've hit the weights, you've hit the weights and hit sets to failure for a good five years, seven years, once you hit the source, once you hit the steroids, your first three cycles, you're likely to gain and keep and maintain permanently a good 20 pounds, my opinion. If you've trained, this is the important part. You've got to train five, seven years natural trying to break through plateaus, taking sets to failure. Like a man, like a motherfucking man until it hurts. And once you've done that, you hit the sores a little bit, boom, you get some pounds that you you just won't be able to take off of you. I mean, it's it's serious. They they, they stay on, they stake on. Um, so that's just my opinion on it, man. What do you what do you what do you think, Steve? So this this person was animate because he says steroids, anabolic steroids were designed for muscle wasting. They were designed for guys who were skinny. But guys, at the end of the day, I mean, you have to just think about this. Like, if you're 150 pounds and you go on steroids and you gain 20 pounds, now you're up to 170. Do you really think that every cycle you're going to gain 20 pounds? What's happening is you just basically just gain 20 pounds of fast mass it's not going to be good mass so what did you really accomplish muscle tissue itself and i argue this with guys all the time on forum and then i kind of like explain that to them the whole 20 pounds if you gain 20 pounds per cycle after 10 cycles you'll gain 200 pounds that doesn't happen okay that's not, that doesn't that's not our, the way our human bodies work so actual muscle tissue takes years to build years 
Now, granted, let's say I work out for 10, 10 years, very, very consistently, and I put on a lot of muscle tissue in that 10 years, and then I stop working out for two years, and I lose muscle tissue during that two years, obviously, you're going to lose some back, and then I go back on to my workout program, and I go back on steroids, after about a year going back on, you'll probably gain back everything you just lost in those two years because you already put it on. It's called muscle memory, and it's a real thing. This is why professional athletes on any sport, they'll have a severe injury where they're gone for the whole year, and then they'll come back the next year, and they'll be professional athletes again, and they'll be breaking records and all this stuff. It happens all the time. It's because literally six months prior they couldn't even walk because they blow out their knee they blow out their acl on their knee and then six months after that they're breaking records again how did they go from not being able to walk to breaking records again because a body memory because a muscle memory so the only way you build that body memory and muscle memory is by working out for a long period of time consistently and you'll build that muscle memory so if you're a young guy listening to this, you have to have a long-term outlook on this. You have to set a goal that I'm going to gain one to two pounds of actual clean muscle tissue per year. That's That should be your goal. So after 10 years, you're going to put on between 10 and 20 pounds of actual muscle tissue, which is a lot of weight. You don't believe me that's a lot of weight. Go to the grocery store, buy a pound of steak, put it on the table. That one pound of steak is huge. That's a lot. Now imagine that all over your body spread out. That is a lot. Now imagine 10 steaks. That's 10 pounds of, of actual lean muscle tissue. Imagine 10 steaks in your body. That is a lot. So if you set a five-year, 10-year, 15-year long-term goal, you can definitely gain 5, 10, 15 pounds of lean muscle tissue. But if you think that you're just going to hop on steroids and gain 20 pounds fast, I'm sorry to tell you, that's gonna be water, which a lot of our muscle is made up of water, that is true, but it's not muscle tissue. So you're not gonna put on 20 pounds of muscle tissue on one cycle. It's gonna take you years, at least 10 years, to put on 20 pounds of actual muscle tissue. Unless, like I said, you stopped working out for a period of time and then you went back to working out, then you had that body, muscle, body memory, muscle memory, that's why I've dated girls who never did yoga in their life, never did yoga once in their life, but they were cheerleaders in high school. So they cheerleaded as kids, as young women, they cheerleaded. And then I take them to yoga and they pick up yoga like after two classes. They can freaking, they're already better than me at yoga after like two or three classes because they did cheerleading their whole life. They did a lot of stretching already. They did a lot of those movements that you do in yoga so they can pick it up really quick. That's called body memory. That's called muscle memory. So that's, that's the way it works. I mean, the same thing like driving a car. Let's say you stop driving a car. You move to New York City. You don't need a car living in New York City. You live there for five years. You have a job there. Then you move back to the suburbs. Now you get a car again. Well, you didn't drive a car for five years, but then you're able to drive a car magically because your body remembers that you know how to drive a car. It's the same thing. Anything else you want to add to that, Rick? I mean, I hope I made sense to people out there. One year is a long time, man. If you're on TRT, different story. You and your doctor have already determined this is this is life. But, I mean, the longer you're on, the 
the higher the chance you're going to fuck your endocrine system up something nasty. And you're not just going to be able to come back from it right away. Like you might be one of these guys that does a long PCT. Then a few months later, test levels are low again. Estrogen's high. You got to run another standalone PCT, you know, six, seven, eight months after your last PCT. I mean, a year is a very, very, very long time. And, and I've said this before, guys with professional aspirations, look, why, and you're working with a coach, look, why not hit it? It's, it's what you want to do in life, right? But if you're just a regular guy, regular Joe Schmo, man, you're not competing, you're not doing much, you're just looking brolic to go to the office. Uh, don't, 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 don't do it, man. Don't, don't, don't fuck around like that. In a 12 month period, if you're Bob going to the office, you just want to look good. In a 12 month period, you shouldn't really be on more than three to four months. Really, you really should not be on more than four months a year maybe five if you're that guy you know but i mean at at a you know at four months a year you've got a couple of good eight week cycles that you can run every six months man it's hot if you do five months a year you can run a couple of 10 week cycles two per year you're good good 10 weeks of, of juice four week pct a couple of times a year you'd be fine but you go and throw 12 months on man that's it's just too too much in my opinion Next topic we're going to talk about, Rick, is going to be uh, running a cycle for one year to build up size. What are the risks? So it kind of segues into what you're just talking about. So pick up, let's say this person, he, he wants to run. He's Again, he's undersized. He thinks if he runs steroids for one year, that's a good idea. Explain to him why it's not a good idea. Yeah, sort of just did. Um, endocrine system, don't fucks with it. You know, I, I think I, I kind of skipped and answered this question earlier after you last time, last, last thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's your endocrine system. You, you run a higher chance of having longer term. Besides your, besides your reproductive system being shut down. What else other harm? You're not going to keep, you're not, you're not going to keep all of those gains. So a lot of it is just wasting money. Uh, your cholesterol is going to be shot. It's going to be fucked up for a whole year. You're going to have um, most likely high estrogen or have to take and anti-E for a whole year. You know, there's just, while you're on steroids, a lot of the things in your body are not great. Your, your, your blood result, your blood test will look like you're fucking dying inside during, during the middle of the cycle. But we don't worry about it too much because we know once the cycle is over, we PCT and, and you, you get right again. Your, your test results, your blood test results come back right again. But if you stay on for a whole year, that a whole year where where you're basically everything from liver values to cholesterol, uh, estrogen. I mean, there's just your prostate beating it up too with all these androgens year round. I mean, there, there's a lot there, man. And also depending on the dosing, if you're running a decent, you know, 750 milligrams a week dosing for a year, oh, man, what do you do with that? It's too much. When you use anabolic steroids, guys, it's going to strain your liver. It's going to strain your kidneys. It's going to strain your heart, all your organs. It's going to mess up your skin. Your head hair is going to start falling out. So you want to use steroids 10, 10, 12 weeks. That's it. Max. Come off. PCT. Then take time off. Then when things come back balanced, then you go back on. Just stay for a year on. It's not healthy. 
It's not healthy. It will catch up to you. Over time, it will catch up to you. It will cause inflammation in the body. It will cause you to age quicker. Okay, it's not good. It's not good. I mean, how many times do we have to learn the lesson from these other guys? Now, if you're a lean, skinny guy and you're desperate to gain weight, again, this is a marathon, not a sprint. If you sprint out of the gate, it's going to come back to bite you. So you'll actually, it's counterproductive. You'll actually gain less over time because you're just going to make your body sick inside and your body will punish you. It'll force you to come off. So, and this just goes into our next question. Depression, will steroids cure depression? So I wrote an article about depression and steroids. We haven't talked about this before. And it's very important. And nobody talks about this. These other guys on by these other podcasts about steroids and on YouTube and all this stuff, they don't talk about this either because this is a topic men don't like to talk about. They don't like to talk about depression. They'll never admit they're depressed. If you go out to the bar after work and drink alcohol or you do recreational drugs, you're a depressed person. You're a depressed person. You're using those as depressants. And a lot of people out there are depressed. There's, a, there's actually a bar across the street from my gym. And we're filming this on a Friday, Rick. And I'm going to the gym right after we get off this podcast. And when I leave that gym, it's going to be the early evening. And that bar across the street, there won't be a place to park. Because it's Friday night and people get done with work. And that's what they go and do. They go and drink alcohol. Why do they do that? It doesn't make any sense. I'm going to the gym to better my body. They're going to the bar and poisoning their body. It's because they're depressed. That's a depressant for them. So you need to take any of these depressive thoughts and turn it into something positive. Turn it into something positive. That's what you got to do. Now, do steroids cure depression? That's, all, that's a topic. That's a whole topic of itself. There's different things in our bodies, guys. There's different things. There's things like roid rage. People who roid rage, they're depressed people. There's dopamine. There's the dopamine prolactin thing in our bodies. Steroids can throw that off. There's genetics in play. There's major events. There's personal issues. There's illnesses that are factors that can cause depression. And here's the problem, guys. We all go through this. We all go through ups and downs in our lives. The question here is, though, can steroids keep me from being depressed? The answer is, of course not. Steroids, just taking, sticking your ass with steroids is not going to make you from a depressed person. Now, it can boost your ego. It can give you self-confidence because now you're going to the gym. That motivates you to go to the gym. You get more confident. You build more muscle. You feel like, ah, people are looking at me. There's a little egotistical thing. Okay, that's, that's one thing. But that's not curing depression because in, in the end, inside, you're still depressed. You're still self-conscious. You still have that insecurity inside of you, okay? That stems from maybe an insecurity in your, you know, in your life. Maybe something happened as a child. Maybe you were bullied or something. Maybe you bullied other people because bullies are also very insecure. Bullies are actually more insecure than people who are getting bullied. That's the misconception out there. So you see people out there who are bullying others and, and stuff. They're actually very, very insecure and very, very depressed. So, but here's the thing with steroids, guys. 
You use steroids, they can make your depression worse. They can make your addictions worse. It's because their effects on things like dopamine and your body, they fire off different things in your brain that didn't fire off before. So it just depends on how harsh the steroid cycle is. The other problem is, Rick, and you could talk about this too when you come off steroids. If you feel great on steroids and you're like, wow, steroids cured my depression, wait till you come off. You're going to get a boomerang effect. You're going to feel very, very depressed when you come off and you're going to be very, very upset. So as good as you might feel on cycle, when you come off, you're not going to feel good. And that depression is just going to come back in spades. So absolutely not. Absolutely. You should never use steroids to cure your depression. That is not what you need to do. I'll let you fill on this. This is a complicated topic, Rick. Uh, give us your thoughts on it. Well, if you have low testosterone, uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be depressed, even if all of the other psychological factors in your life are fine. Most likely to not. If your testosterone is low, you're gonna get depressed. You're gonna have some of that depression. So, for guys that have low T. Little dab of test will do you some of that androgel. Maybe get on some herbals, so some testosterone boosters. You might not need to be on TRT, you might not need to be on the synthetics. You put a little bit of NAS on your own production. So that's my, my, my thing on it, Steve. You made a bunch of good points. I'm not going to go over all that again, but I will say there is a section of guys out there suffering from low testosterone, even younger guys. You need to address that. Get your testosterone production up to speed. You won't be depressed anymore. If you if you if your testes are just not going to make any more testosterone, and you get on that TRT on that androgel, get on the on, the, on a good cream, you'll be fine, man. Just give that a. That's the way to do it. So last topic is how to reset reset HBTA. After all this, we've talked about using steroids for arthritis, using steroids for joints using steroids when you're underweight, using steroids for a year cycle, and using steroids to cure depression. Let's say you go ahead and use steroids. You want to try them, not just for all these, but for other things. Now the next concern is how to reset your HBTA. So there's no such thing as resetting your HBTA, guys. You cannot throw drugs at your system and reset your HBTA. Only your own body can recover itself. So Sometimes it's better just to stay out of stay out of its way and let it recover on its own. But luckily, we do have ancillaries such as Novadex, Clomid. These you take them; they signal your pituitary glands to start producing LH and FSH, which signal your latex cells to produce testosterone. There's a feedback loop, blocks estrogen from coming back into the pituitary glands, so your numbers start improving. Gives you a little bridge, gives you a little bridge. But when you come off of them, that effect isn't there anymore. Your own body has to pick up from there. But we use those in PCT to give us a soft landing. Another thing we use is natural herbals during PCT. Natural herbal herbals help us feel good, gives us the motivation. And again, you can use them with those CIRMs, the Novadex and Clomid, and they offset those negative side effects from the CIRMs. So then when you stop taking the CIRMs, 
you can continue taking those herbals and they'll help boost your hormones in your body. They'll help you feel good. They'll help give you libido. They'll help prevent erectile dysfunction, all that stuff. And then over time, your body will start recovering. So herbals are important. Running a good PCP is important. But at the end of the day, your own body has to pick up after itself. So blood work, very, very important to get blood work done about five weeks after your PCT to see if your body is starting to recover. But you don't want to just hop on another cycle. If you're going to talk about resetting your HPTA, the worst thing you can do to reset your HPTA is hop on steroids too quick. Because you hop on steroids too quick, your body's going to be shut down. Your body's not going to be able to recover. So, Rick, finish off the show with your final thoughts. Tell us a little bit about these herbals and how they help you during PCT. So if you wanted to completely get off the sauce, get off the, the steroids, SOMs, everything, and you'd like to continue to keep the, the largest amount of muscle mass that you can and, and, be, and be good for years, here's what I would do. I'll prepare to make this almost a two-year situation. So for about so twice a year, I would run a three-month herbal and PCT combined cycle. I would do first month, just the herbal, HC Generate ES, so the, which you need N to generate ES. Go to hcgenerate.com, get the ES version. Classic would work too, but if you're an older guy, get the ES version. Do that for a month. That's your first month. Second month, do the HC Generate still with... If you want to toss in some Clomid and HCG in there and some Novadex, put together a nice post-cycle therapy based on the stuff you, you've already liked and enjoyed. Do that in the middle. And then your third month, last month, continue on the herbals. And then you're done. It's three months. One month, just the HC Generate. Second month, with the PCT meds. Third month, just the HC Gen again. And then you get off for about one or two months. And you come back again, do three months again. And you're done. That's your first year. That's uh, basically six months of herbals and two months of PCT right there in there. And then six months of being off. And then you do that again the second year. You do that two years in a row. Um, you should be you should be pretty good to get off of this shit for forever and be fine, in my opinion. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. Because I've seen a lot of guys, you know, run two, three cycles, PCT properly get off and then six months a year later they're like holy shit high testosterone low test what can i do my test levels are low my lh fsh is low or my lh my lh fsh is high test levels are low or bound test or free test is very low you know total test is high free test very low all these different little fucking quirky problems that could come up and mess with your dick mess with the way you feel, mess with your muscle mass. All these things can come up later. But if you if you run it, what I'm saying, two years, no more steroids, three months on the HCGen, the month in the middle, throw the PCT mats, three months, you're making progress, feeling good, high libido, feeling great, come off of everything. Maybe you could stay on your creatine, on your protein, on your taurine, on your digestive enzymes, liquid chlorophyll, coconut oil, melatonin, stay on all that stuff during the two months, maybe on just a Fadoji aggressive, but just fine. And then again, boom, you hit it. Three more months. And HC generate or N2 generate ES, best combination of herbs. Four week meds in the middle. 
That's it. Two years, you're done. In my opinion, I think you'd be able to walk away from this lifestyle and, uh, and never have to look back or think about it again. All right, guys. So that sums it up, guys. Any more questions on this? Very, very important topic. We'll definitely hit it again. If you have more questions, go on the forum, Steve SMI. Hit me up. I do, or, I do offer consultations as well. If you need help, one-on-one help, please hit me up, Steve SMI on the forums. Rick, how about you? How can people reach a hold of you? Go to rickyvrock.com. That's R-I-C-K-Y, V as in victory, R-O-C-K.com. Get a lot of you guys that find me, hit me up on social, say what's up. Um, go to bigrickrock.com. That's B-I-G-R-I-C-K-R-O-C-K.com. You could find me there. You could do uh, Ricky, R-I-C-K-Y, underscore V, underscore rock. You find me at, at Instagram there. And those are just my main kind of URLs, man, to find me. If you want to email me direct, hit me up at rickyvrock at gmail. And that's it, man. Reach me. I don't know. If you want to ask a question for the show, that's how we get a lot of our questions. You guys send them in. Uh, if you have a comment about something that's going on here, if there's something you'd like me to tell Steve on air, hit me up. Just uh, tell me you, wanna, you love the show. Hit it up. Uh, something you disagree with. If you need help, if you want personal consultation, if you're like Rick, you know, I'm, I'm 30 pounds overweight. I need you to kick my ass and get me into single digits. I'll whoop your ass no, for sure. I'll stay on you about it. We could work something out. So just hit me up, you know, if you, if you need anything. So it's episode 387. We'll talk to you guys next week. Enjoy it. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, Dad. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.